Look at my hair. This is crazy. I should have done something. I have people for this. Uh, can, we get the, can we get the hair and makeup people in, please? They're on lunch break. Sorry, we're going to have to just go with this. Check this out. Uh, this is, um, for instance, from Dritten. This is... You're not moving. Huh? You're moving. Yes, you're okay, moving. Okay, sorry. Yeah, okay. You can see it? Yes, it's a robot that can pour latte art. I know. So what I wanted to know, right, it's not that the robot can pour latte art. It's that the robot can pour latte art quite well. Mm-hmm. And what I'm interested to know is how does it know the flow of milk going out? Because you can't control. Look at that. It's really good. How can it control the flow of milk? Is it by weight? Does it just say, well, there's this much milk going in and therefore I know but it can't be that, ex- that precise with the whole, like when it's steamed and everything, knowing how much volume and, and, and all the rest of it's in there. Do you think I don't that know how a, angle to tip the, tip, the, tip the jug? Do you think that there is a margin to it? I think there's a guy behind there with little robot arms and the whole thing's a fake. So the fact that you can actually uh, steam automatically with the with the sage bambino plus or bambino yeah i get that plus. right but but the thing is it doesn't matter if it's a little bit more a little bit less there but um, when you're drawing latte art with a robot it has to be precise latte art is not a skill well it it's not it's a skill Don't, it's not a skill any a, trained monkey can learn it and that is proof. any trained monkey can learn anything probably more than humans and can i just say that latte art i've just heard is going to be at the japanese olympics going to be a new olympic sport i made that up that's not true but you know you, you believe it right because they've already got like sewing or something as part of the olympics it's not it's going to be a thing a trust me within 10 years latte art olympic gold medalists you just learn to to, to steam milk and then you can pour it and that's yeah, i know it. how to wind you up i know how to wind yes, you up you this, is going to be, this is going to be really so much fun the next oh, few episodes oh. uh how you doing, Max? I'm drinking some really great not coffee here. Ooh-hoo. What I would say is, can I kind of just say that I uh, I think I overextracted this one slightly. I put 15 grams of the stuff. That's in. a lot. Oh, is that too much? That's what I've been doing, but I've been I've been not waiting for it to fully because you know you get it's it's, mm-hmm. it's difficult to to it clogs a little bit. You have to so, change your um, papers. You have to use um, the Seabarist um, fast. Yeah, uh, okay. And okay, that makes a massive difference. <coughs> but you can use uh, six to nine grams, not 15. No coffee. Six it's something nine. else. I was going 15 and and uh, 300 out. Dude, that's a that, lot. Well, okay, that's probably why it's strong then, isn't it? Yeah. Can you I'm stand like, a spoon on it? Yeah, that's going into my tummy. To my tummy. <laughs> So we've got, um, today we, 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 we were planning to talk about something else as usual, but then we changed our minds because my gadget is broken and I thought it'd be a great, well, actually, first of all, the news, the news is I have bought a machine, but we're not yes. going to tell anybody, don't say anything. No, 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 no. Uh, we're not, cause I, what it, I want to do is I want to do an It's going to be a surprise because you, it did surprise me because it wasn't <laughs> likely. <laughs> I was like, it is not what you think I was going to buy. No. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else. Uh, pretty much. It's it's it just if you go back through all the things that we've said, so just start with podcast number zero or zero point five, I think we started with, and listen yeah. to all of them again, and you will hear me talk about how much this machine is ridiculous and I will never buy one. That's the one I got. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the one I got. Um, but there are very good reasons for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, price. <laughs> no, I did get a very good price. Well, no, it's actually, no, I, I got a decent price. It just happens that I can expense, I can expense all machines. Uh, so you got the, a decent price, so you overpaid for it. No, I wouldn't say if you paid it like a decent. It's like don't, don't, don't start. I'm going to start talking about latte art. So <laughs> do some latte art right here. Um, we're going to rename the channel the Latte Art Channel with Max. Just screaming. <laughs> talking of screaming, can I, I spent yesterday. I did. I was tired today. You know, I came around. I came. I didn't come around your house, obviously, because it's locked down. Um, oh. But I, 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 I drove around because uh, we're moving house. And uh, we're thinking of moving house. I think I might have found one. Um, and uh, where? What road? What I, postcode? I'm just gonna be. I'm moving to get what away. House from number. Me, I'm moving because you already know where I live. I've got to move again. You found out where <laughs> I live again. Um, so, <laughs> so, so. Anyway, uh, what was I doing? So I told you I, I I had to come back before the podcast and take a nap. And mm-hmm. and it was yesterday because yesterday. I had uh, I had six meetings yesterday, uh, of which uh, wow. I counted it up. It came to five hours of video conferencing. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, pretty much my my workday. Probably more sometimes. How can yeah. you do that? So I so, do? God, I I actually thought, and I was quite lucky because the people I was talking to are actually kind of fun and they're good people. But it's still five hours, and I'm thinking cows don't have to do this when you transport them or whatever, you know. Animals don't. And animal welfare people would go nuts if you made them watch Zoom calls for five hours. So, but we are forced to do it. So, I think first of all, number one, I think uh, they should do an animal study um, to to put cows in front of Zoom for five hours a day to see what what kind of effects it has on on. That doesn't sheep. really matter to them because they don't care. Well, you don't know that, Max. That's why you pay scientists. Uh, and uh, trust me, scientists have been paid for a lot sillier things. I see the kind of studies that they get paid to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, I read the IG Nobel Prizes uh, regularly. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then secondly, I had another get-rich-quick scheme. Check this out. This is going to be amazing, right? We can do this together. I'll be in right. because we're buddies. Well, I'll, I'll go in with you with the idea. But don't tell anybody else because uh, it's all about first-mover advantage. Mm-hmm. So um, what we're going to do for people like me that just hate like you know, five hours of Zoom calls. What I need to do is I need to to scream at somebody, and the best person to scream to would be your boss, right? You obviously, you can't do that. You know, your boss that makes you sit in these five hours of Zoom calls. You can't do that. We'll set up a service where we will dress up as you like. I have people that dress up right in suits or whatever, and they'll pretend to be your boss, and then you just scream at them. So what you do. <laughs> So what you do is you you dial in, you pay you, you you pay a fixed fee, ten bucks. We'll make it ten bucks or something, right? Mm-hmm. You call in, and it starts off like a regular Zoom call, and the person say, um, Smithers, uh, "Smithers, go through the numbers with me." And you start going through the numbers. You go, you know what? I've just I've had it. I don't like you. I've never liked you. And you just go into one, right? Not obviously on the real one, but with us. You pay your ten bucks. It's cathartic. You shout everything. You hang up the call, and you feel great about yourself. That's going to be a winner. What do you think? I think that uh, there is already one of those services and it comes for free. You just need to check if, uh, if you just need to, to shop around for uh, car insurance. Car insurance, you shout at them. That is not very nice. That's not it's very not nice. Na- it's not about being nice. It's uh, you, look, you check for the prices and then 
the next week you can count on it. They will they're gonna call you for the next for the next month. So you have someone to shout at. That's how I do it. Uh, yeah, we promise we won't share your number with anybody. We only use it for them. Yeah, I'm actually getting bugged by, um, I'm getting bugged a lot by, uh, one of those auto robot dialers that calls your number, except mm. it's in Chinese. How did I get on a Chinese, you know, spam line? Uh, I don't know. I was going to tell you about, I saw, I was just scrolling through, I was doom scrolling through, ah, it's not there anymore. I was doom scrolling through my Google feed and it was telling me about the new, the new BMW versus the new Alfa Romeo. And the BMW is called the M3. And the Alfa Romeo is called the Giulio Mozzo Fiato Bidabi Bidabadu. And you're like, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, but then you saw it. I, does, I can't pronounce it. I would not be able to book a meeting to go look at it because I couldn't, I can't even say what it is. Why do they name cars like that? So yeah, just call it Julia. That's it. Yeah, call it Julia. Ali, it's a girl. It's a girl. It's all right. It's a, it was a pretty looking car. Anywho, uh, so um, what I wanted to do today, because my, my Gagia broke and I wanted free consultancy, so I thought I'd dress it up as a as a podcast. For a podcast, <laughs> yeah. I see. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's 50 pounds. <laughs> Before we um, talk about anything, you know, just for the outcome, it's 50 pounds. No, 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 no. See, it's not for me, Max. Plus it, 80. It's, it's, not, it's not for me. It's, it's really for the people out there that need to know what happens. Um, actually, what I, that, let's actually frame it properly because it's not just about the gaggias. I actually had the question, and especially since I've just dropped a lot of dollar on a machine, I thought to myself, well, what do I do if it goes wrong? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, it's not, it's kind of, I mean, these things are more complicated than your fridges you buy from John Lewis and you're not getting them from John Lewis anyway, unless you're getting like an appliance. If you're getting one of these high-end machines, you're typically buying it from a specialist provider who may or may not be near you. They may or may not offer any direct warranty service themselves. You know, it, some things may be under warranty, some things may <clears> not. It may depend upon what you've done to the machine. You know, I, you, I don't know how well you can rely on uh, resellers to come out and actually fix any problems that you've got. So uh, no one's going to tow your espresso machine to the <laughs> this thing away a ton. Or maybe no, they will, um, but I don't think they will. So the maybe question is, yeah, you just, yeah, you, what you do, yeah, yeah, you put it in the back of the car and you say your car's broken, please take it to Birmingham. Uh, so you, you don't know, right, when you get this machine. And also, also, uh, one of our, one of our, one of our listeners, viewers, I don't know if he's, I think he goes, he comes from YouTube. Houstoners. Viewer, viewer who also listens, presumably. Um, no, no, just look, reads the, the lips. He reads the lips. Just look at the closed caption. That is, uh, and uh... my dad started reading lips because he can't hear anything. But anyway, um, <laughs> he says, "I think he just—it's a trap." Uh, so he wants to know what my sister and I are saying when he's when he's you know uh, not looking. Um, but so uh, so, what do you do, right? So if you've got if you're going to drop a bunch of dollar on a mm -hmm. machine, mm -hmm. and the machine it just goes a little bit wonky, a little bit crook. Oh yeah. So this guy was saying that he's had a he's got a machine that's a bit poorly. Well, his words poorly. Mm -hmm. Speaking English, so things are you know poorly. Uh, and what do you do, right? So do you try to do you go onto the internet, which is the first thing that most of us do, right? To try to understand yeah. like what this is because we don't want to spend. None of us want to spend whatever it costs, and maybe and you can inform us. All of us home. have uh, a much higher opinion of our of our skills than we actually have. 
Yeah. So that's going to be that's going to be what we're going to talk about a little bit today. It's just you know, at what stage should you? When should you look at trying to do something with your machine? Does it depend upon the machine? Does it depend on mm-hmm. what kind of problem? How how confident? How simple are these machines? Especially when you get to the more uh, expensive ones. Whether you should open them up, whether you're avoiding your warranty, whether you should just call somebody and pay the money. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, Max? Well, there are a few a few questions. The first one is, is still is it still under warranty? If it's still under warranty, put your hands in your pocket and don't don't touch it, and send it and send it for for maintenance from from a warranty. I mean, under warranty, because otherwise you screw yourself over. Mm. Number two is if it goes wrong and it and it turns out to be beyond your skills, are you willing to? either let it go and accept that you've done a lot of damage or do you have the money to uh, to bring it to someone and then have it fixed because in certain cases you might end up doing more damage than you actually than you actually um trying to fix <coughs> yeah. because i've seen I've, i mean i came across a few machines and uh, some were clearly they were fixed by by the Oh, I can do it. Um, owner. Yeah, people like me. Well, not necessarily. I don't want to. I don't want to put oh, any any blame like on me. anyone. But uh, yes, people like you. <laughs> 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 but anyway, uh, I mean, stripping, uh, stripping a, a thread, um, uh, bending, bending a boiler, uh, or um, bending a pipe, or a, putting a kink in a pipe, or a crack. Then what, what do you do? I mean, you need to know. First of all, if if you if you make a if you make a mistake, you have to pay for it. And second, it's then the most important is, are, are you really sure you can do it? And uh, the corollary to that is, are you really really sure you can do that? Yeah. If all of them are yes, of course. And go ahead. Well, you're not going to be sure, are you, until you've had a go? And you're not going to, like me, you'll think to yourself, I've watched the YouTube video. It doesn't look that hard. I think I can do it. And then what yeah. you find is after you've taken the whole thing apart, there's wires everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's nuts and bolts, you know, in, 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 a, in a, hopefully in a cup somewhere that you haven't knocked over. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and at that stage, you're at that point in the YouTube video, and then you realize it looks different. <laughs> and you have to just go, wait, oh, wait, I don't have that wire. And you realize that, you know, the video is three years old, you've got a different model and mm-hmm. now you're screwed. Um, so that's kind of usually typically how it goes. It's never clean, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you need to, under- you need to understand uh, what you have, but first and foremost, you need actually to, to evaluate what can be the damage. So if everything goes, goes sideways and you completely lose the machine, are you okay with that? That's the main question. When I, whenever I buy something to, to repair, I don't buy stuff that is worth three or four hundred pounds because I would be stupid. Mm-hmm. Because if, if it turns out that it's damaged beyond repair or I need to do something that is that is uh, that costs more than the coffee machine itself, but there's no point in fixing it. Yeah. Because I would be out of pocket. And if I'm out of pocket, even selling it for spares, it's 
probably going to be impossible to sell it for what you for what you bought it for because you might even have done more damage. So let's take my let's take my gazier as a use case. Um, yes. because this is an interesting one. So, because first of all, let, what is it? It's a gadget. It's the latest model, 2019. I think I bought it when it just after it had come out, the new model. So I, it's probably two year, one and a half years old, maybe, maybe two years old. Mm-hmm. This machine's a workhorse. It, it's not pretty <laughs> to look at it. Nope. It's, uh, yeah, you've seen it. It's not pretty to look at it. This thing slaves no away. No are pretty to look at. Yeah, well, this one's less pretty because it's got wires coming out the back where I put the PID in. The stains don't ever seem to quite, I can't quite get rid of them. I, should, I, can, I should probably could polish it out. But anyway, it's a, it's a used machine, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we probably make three, no, probably five cups a day, uh, espresso as a day, every day, mm-hmm. every day, uh, sometimes more for one and a half years without a break, right? So this thing, this thing's, mm-hmm. you know, working, you know, like a guy down a coal mine. This is hard work. And it's been pretty reliable. I only use good water uh, from the peak water filter. Mm-hmm. Um, I clean it every single week, um, uh, you know, and and take off the shower screen and clean that. I clean the porta filters. I mean, so I mean, it gets maintained. But um, but obviously the internals, the internals are still having to work that hard, and you're never going to get rid of all the line scale uh, that, that that potential buildup etc. in there. So. Mm-hmm. A few times in the last, in the recent past, um, I've been having issues that I assumed were line scale buildup because it's the classic, uh, get it pun, classic. It's the classic um, uh, water not coming out of the brew head enough, mm-hmm. and, but the pump's still working. And you know that because you put on the, uh, you turn the steam wand on and you brew, you've got the brew button going and you turn the mm-hmm. steam wand on or off and it switches between water coming out the steam wand and water coming out the brew head, mm-hmm. um, which means that A, the solenoid valve is working because it's switching, mm-hmm. and B, it means your pump's working because water's coming out. Yeah. Um, but if water isn't coming out the brew head strongly enough, it usually means it's, there's a bit of a clog, a bit of, uh, a bit of lime scale caught in that solenoid valve. And there's a way of if you just switch it backwards and forwards and you go steam, brew, steam, brew, steam, brew, and it moves that physical valve backwards and forwards it usually dislodges and you can mm-hmm. put a bit of um descaler through it as well and so that's that's my modus operandi for mm-hmm. that problem and it had always worked until last week mm-hmm. where i get no water <coughs> out of my brew head so let's evaluate what this machine is worth brand new there 500 quid something like that right 500 pounds um a new solenoid valve which I don't think is the problem, but a new solenoid, just give an idea of parts, I looked it up, is about 50 pounds. Oh, you can get it for less. Ah, you can probably get it for less. You're right. Okay, I could probably find it for less. Um, But that was like, I looked in the the, the regular shops type thing. Yeah, even the regular shops, shops. I think you can get get one for about 25 pounds. Okay, well, that's pretty good. Okay, that's pretty good. So, um, so, okay, let's say it's 30 quid. We'll split the difference, Mm -hmm. buddy. So 30 pounds, you get yourself a new solenoid, maybe some shipping costs in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think it's a solenoid valve. No, because and if it switches, if you're okay. Switching, you know, plus also I took this whole thing apart. I took a solenoid valve. It was pretty clean. I was blowing compressed air through. It was all going through fine. Then I let it sit for 30 minutes in undiluted, because um, there's no rubber parts on, on that valve, undiluted uh, um, uh, uh, lime scale remove uh, fluid. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, this thing's as, as clean as it can possibly get. Put it all back. Still, yeah. Also, solenoid from. valves don't get very dirty. They get gunky with uh, with, with coffee, but they don't right. really get a lot of lime scale. Right. Um, but also, I noticed as I switch off the brew, if I brew, I got no water. As I switch off, I get hardly any discharge down the OPV. So, I mean, let's not just try and solve this problem right now, but let's let's mm-hmm. look at the example. If if this was somebody else, right, mm-hmm. and you followed and you followed the instructions, you've done the switch on, switch off, switch between the the, the you know the the steam and the brew, and that doesn't work. As an example, mm-hmm. uh, you are now faced with you've got a 500 pound machine, which okay, the replacement value is maybe 500 quid, but you know, to the, if you were selling it, you'd probably get I don't know 150, 150, yeah. If well, that's broken for 150. So, let, but let, if you fixed it, maybe you'd uh, get if it's broken, you get 120, 100. Okay, okay. so uh, no, I think secondhand you might get 200 quid for it. Okay, whatever. You'll get something like that. You'll get something in that region, depending on you know the time of day and where the moon is amongst the stars. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, so, what, what, what should you do? How much would it cost to call out an engineer to fix that problem? Mm. Out of warranty. Uh, out of warranty. So, if if you if you're not under warranty anymore. I don't know, to be honest, but I think you should be you should be looking at probably a hundred hundred pounds. Yeah, I would say so easily. A hundred quid, get somebody to come out and you know whatever, do something to it, or bring um, it to someone. I mean, they they do that. There used to be there used to be a guy that um, in Italy, where I'm from, that uh, used to do these as a living, and it was yeah. a gadget. Uh, it was a gadget uh, servicing person. So you might be able to look up in your, um, oh, I almost said phone book, in your phone book, uh, uh, you might be able to look up, you know, locally, your local directory, your, your local Google. Yeah, home, there are is, people that do, someone who does it. that do uh, coffee machine servicing. And you know what? It's still, it's still work, it's still money. And for someone that does it on a, on a I mean, professionally, it's a simple enough job. So it's easy money. So it wouldn't be work that is beneath them anyway. Yeah, yeah. So before you set off, and if you're not sure what you're doing, give it to someone else. Give it to somebody else. Find someone else who's local. It's like you've got like local computer guys. Like there's always like my mom's got this guy who fixes her computer all the time. You know, and if I was down there, she's because she's three hours away. If I was near, I'd go around and sort it out for her. But I'm not, so she pays a guy, and he comes over to the house and you know, does updates and fixes and tells her where her email is and all that kind of stuff. And and so you could, I'm sure you're right, for, for, for that class of machine, you're bound to have someone local. Now, let's say you go up, let's say you've spent thousands mm-hmm. on a machine, whether it's a Lama Zocco or a Bianca, Lelit Bianca, or, or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. you spent thousands on this machine Mm-hmm. And you're a year and a day down the road because we all know these <clears> things <throat> go wrong the week after the warranty yeah. runs out. Uh, so it's a year and a day or whatever, like the warranty period is. Actually, don't even know what the warranty period. What is the warranty period on espresso machines these days? They're not to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. But I think in this case you should always have a yearly service. 
I oh, mean, really? Should, yeah. Ah, okay. You should give a yearly service to, to a, a normal Gaja Classic. Take what do they apart. do in a service? What happens huh? in a service? What do they you do? You take it apart, you clean, you, you clean all the, all the buildup of lime scale, um, even, even brush it, you, you examine the, the, the boiler, if, if it needs replacement, you, you replace it. I see lots of people in the in the Gadja Classic community that say, "Oh, you should you should uh, save it." I mean, the top boiler, because that's what breaks most of most often, or that's what yeah. beyond, it's beyond repair. Because the bottom is a lump of brass, so yeah, yeah, the bottom part it's really unlikely that's going to be problematic. Um, the top boiler is forty pounds, guys. It is forty pounds. It's not worth. Um, descaling and scraping and then having to sand it because <laughs> it, yeah. it, it's chipped on the on the interface between between the the boiler top and the, the brew head uh-huh Just get a new one it's fine it's aluminium it's recyclable is it 100 percent aluminium because you the th- trouble no, with aluminium not. wow it, that is it's not really uh, recyclable is it there is uh but i mean you can always Take it to the scrapyard and say, "Oh, I got this lump of metal. What do, what do I do with it?" Yeah. Worst case scenario, uh, you put it back in the, you put it in the landfill. It's still not worth the trouble of uh, cleaning it up, sanding it. If you sand it, you also remove the the top layer, so you you're going to have, um, you're going to expose. The aluminium underneath, the aluminium underneath is going to leach into into the drinks. It's going to oxidate, yeah, and oxidizing is going to corrode even more. So you start a vicious circle. Either you keep it clean all the time, so you take you take it apart once a year. You take it apart. You change the the gasket, the O ring mm-hmm. between the two, and you you make sure that it's not doesn't show corrosion. If it's beyond repair, if you see that there are um, holes and it's and, and the the thing is pitted, throw it. Like holes in what? Pit, what what gets pitted? It gets pitted in. Uh, how, how can I? Are you talking about the the where the brew head? No, I'm talking about the, the boiler. The, the boiler where the resistance is. Uh huh. At the interface between the boiler and the brew head. Yeah, that that's, can, what, that's what I meant. Yeah, yes, yeah. That area there, it, it needs to be flat. Uh-huh. That's flat and polished. Over time, it will corrode, especially if you do lots of descaling. People, people do a lot of descaling. I mean, I heard people doing, oh, yeah, I descale every week. Are you nuts? Yeah. Yeah, it's I descale not, like every three three to six months. I'm probably not enough. I but descale I don't once use... a year. If... Or do you? <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you don't need to, you don't. It's an yeah. aggressive treatment. Ah, okay. I didn't know that. You're pouring acid through your machine. It's not worth it. Oh, okay. I take it apart once a year, take it apart completely, check the O-rings if they need replacement. I mean, they, they need replacement once a year. You can get away with it and not replace them. Which O-rings? The one on the brew head? All of them. The one mm. on the brew head, the one between the brew head and the boiler, the ones uh, in the... Um, in the solenoid valve, the one uh, that attaches the steam wand to the boiler. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a bunch of O-rings there. Can you get an O-ring kit? Yeah. Okay, I should do that. 
I should do that. I mean, I did actually have the O-rings that I've looked at on my machine look look okay. I mean, they're not hard. If you don't, if you don't take them apart uh, too often, and if you don't, especially if you don't steam a lot, they're quite happy to be there for a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even the one on my brew head, Mm -hmm. I have never changed that. I took it apart about two, three weeks ago uh, to go and clean everything. So I was cleaning right up Mm -hmm. in there, cleaning everything, and I was feeling it's actually pretty. It was actually pretty good. I thought I was expecting it to be in bad condition, but it wasn't rotted at all. So it's yeah, bad. eventually we become hard, but if you yeah. if you use it every day, it doesn't because it keeps. I mean, you keep it wet. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. It's true. We use it every day. Oh, so okay. So for I mean, that's um. So for a more expensive machine, get it serviced once a year. Absolutely, and but even for less expensive machines, it's not money that you throw away. If you can do it yourself, it's not a difficult thing. But I'm actually thinking of doing this one myself. Yeah, the Gagia, because what I'm also going to do, like, to be honest with you, I've already got another machine coming in. There's no point in me spending much. I'm actually going to use this as an exercise to learn. So this mm-hmm. will be a learning exercise. So the worst case scenario is I destroy the machine. I've lost 100 quid, but I've learned something. But I have taken it apart all the way through to having the boiler pretty much out when I was mm-hmm. taking the solenoid valve out. I didn't take the cables off the boiler. Uh, but, but pretty much apart from that, this thing was completely taken apart. And it's not that hard. It's about 20 minutes. It's four screws that keep the, the boiler inside. Four the, screws that keep it in inside. Place. But then you've got to take the, the, the steam wand out and you've got to take the, um, and you've got to take a few, yeah, a few pipes. One nut. And a few. The steam wand. Uh, one nut and the steam wand. That's oh, it's like, you know this. Um, it was one nut on the steam wand, four things underneath, two screws to take the top plate off, and then a few wires that you, that you pull out. And, uh, and pull out the, 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 the steam knob. Yeah, you put out the steam knob, which was actually, for me, that was the hardest bit, trying to remember which way that goes in, because it's it's counterintuitive, because there's a flat bit on the plastic inside, on the hole, mm-hmm. then there's a flat bit on the on the, the, the metal rod that comes out, where you connect it to. So, of course, you push the flat of the, the flat hole, where the, the, where the hole in the knob is flat, against the flat part of the rod. Except you don't. You put the flat part, you put the flat hole on the round mm. part of the rod. It's got a little piece of metal in it as well, which is like the most annoying design feature. It's got this like tiny little bit of metal. So like a little metal bendy springy strip, which is about yes. a centimeter bit long. Mm-hmm. And it falls out immediately. You take it, it just falls out. So you, then you have to find it. And then you put it back in the little, the little flat hole. And then you push that flat hole over the rounded part of the steam one's rod. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of, so that was the thing, hardest thing for me. Everything else was straightforward. The one thing to do that I always do is uh, I take pictures, lots of pictures. Yeah, that's the key, isn't it? When you take it apart, you take pictures because you remember it there and then. Then you have to do something suddenly. You remember that, oh, I have to actually, I have to cook dinner. You go cook dinner, you forget about your coffee machine and you go back next week Yep. And you look you go, at the, the pile of rubbish. Was it the gray there, wire like, or the orange wire? Exactly. And you start wondering, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty and much it. I have done it a lot of times. So do you Another think... thing that uh, I, I actually do is uh, I have um, action cameras. And um, I use them to, to film myself while I, while I take these things apart. Okay. I should do something like that. 
I don't have any action cameras. I'm, I'm, I don't do enough action. Uh, <laughs> I might reconsider that. I can still have cameras. I can still have cameras. It's a bit like, you know, that Facebook, that new Facebook camera follows you around. That's so creepy. Mm-hmm. You don't know about this. That there's the fate, there's, if you go and buy that Facebook camera, it's like a, it's like a camera and, and you can, I don't know if it's the same one. They did one where you go in front of it. This one, I was really, I, secretly, I really wanted it. So you stand in front of it and it, and it tells you whether those clothes look good. So you stand in front of it and it goes, I'm not sure that shirt matches the tie. Yeah. But it also moves. So as you walk around the room, it moves. So you could be having a conversation with somebody whilst you're, I don't know, doing your house cleaning or something. And, 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 it, and it moves around. So you're always in frame. Right. It's, it must be a very meaningful conversation if you if you do something. Ah, oh, well, trust me. Like, I mean, I have my my I have my look. I have my. You see how my you can't see what my hands are doing right now. No. Yeah. So this is this camera is set up at this angle so that when I'm on very long calls with my dad, uh, he doesn't listen to it anymore. God, I have to listen to it anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Friday night we have a phone call, and I I can underneath here I can either write emails or play a game on my iPad. Um, and normally him and my sister get into a really deep conversation about art or dogs. But there is a trick for that. You just put uh, your stuff uh, right, right in front of the camera like this. Yeah. I'm looking at do. my phone now. That's it. And I'm looking that's at it. you. That's See, right. I'm very respectful, but I don't pay any attention to what you're really saying. You pay no attention. I'm used to <laughs> it. I can see it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so anyway, uh, cameras. Yeah. So I, 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 I should get something. Mm-hmm. I've got fancy cameras. I've got. I don't know. Get something simple. But I need. Oh something. wow! Well, oh, I got two of them. Yeah. Um, so that, that, those are amazing when you when you when you land a spanner onto them. <laughs> but I don't want to put with, those anywhere near. Yeah. Or yeah. when you spray them with, with hot coffee, that's brilliant. Yeah. They would yeah. love it. Yeah. So next week, Max, uh, we'll, we'll we'll wrap it up there. Uh, is there anything else you want? To, any other tips you've got for people um, other than service it once a year and don't touch it if it's expensive. Take it back in if you want. If it's not under warranty. If it's not under warranty and you're really sure, <laughs> no one's really sure. sure. No one's well, really sure. I, you would be surprised. Then you, yeah. I, then why do I keep seeing posts of people? Oh, I've taken, I've, I've got this machine now, but I don't know what to do with it. I've taken it apart. What, what does this do? Uh huh. Okay. Well, they've got yeah, you know, time on their hands and money to spare. That's great. I've just bought the latest Slayer and I've taken it apart. Um, please, can someone help me put it back together again? Yeah, uh, it's not far from what I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, so no, actually, one last question for you, Max. One last question on this point. Mm-hmm. Um, the big, the, the expensive machines, right? Yes. Um, are more expensive because I forget why they've got two boilers. That's right. They've got two boilers. They've got maybe some more knobs, right? Probably knobs. I think there's a price per knob. Um, PPNs, yes. price per knob, uh, and PPK, and PPK. a heart shell holding to the K. Yeah, that's different kind of knob. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let the immigrant, uh, let the immigrant correct you. They shouldn't you. have brought attention to that. Damn it, I look like an idiot again. Um, so <laughs> PPK. So you got your price per knob in there. Anyway, so those, but presumably the, the machines all work in fundamentally the same way. Mm-hmm. So if 
They my heat up water you. and they put it at a pressure through the coffee. Right, right. Ah, actually, I say all in the same way. It's not, of course, because it depends on the group head you've got. So I'm moving from a um, a saturated group head like the the Gagia, and the Lamazocos have a saturated group head. So yeah, so you, you're moving from a GS3 or a Slayer. Yeah. To to, to have... well, look. So the answer is if you've got if you've got a Gagia Classic. And and you're used to working with that, no problems on a GS3. Pull it apart, have fun. Yeah, it's going to be it's easy. Nothing can go wrong. Um, says Max. <laughs> <laughs> Any problems? Drop Max a line. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll, but I'll make sure but, his address is in the. You drop the me a line, but blame Nick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's a saturated group head where the boiler sits over the top mm-hmm. for thermal stability. Basically, it sits right over the top of the of the brew head. On the machine that I'm getting is an E61 group head, uh, where there's a thermosiphon in a completely different. Um, it's it's they're they're in different places, and there's a you know has to go from one place to the other. But assuming that all of those work in relatively the same way, it you know if you get if you get an issue, I mean uh, presumably you'll get the same kinds of issues as well, like lime scale buildup. How would lime scale buildup? Oh, I'll get the same thing, I guess. You let's say. You get lime scale buildup on an expensive machine, and maybe the the water isn't coming through the E sixty one brew because they got, yeah, they got three three way solenoids, don't they? Yes, they do. So yes. if you if you if you get the same trouble on an expensive machine, mm-hmm. how difficult is it for someone like me? Let's not say to anybody else. You're just talking to me here. Mm-hmm. How difficult is it for someone like me to open up the machine? And to like I did with my Gagia, and I put it back, and it still, and I say didn't, I still didn't work, but I, I didn't break anything. Mm-hmm. How difficult would it be for me to go and take that solenoid out and replace it, or or clean it, or whatever? Would that be something that I could do or not? Yes, it's not. It's not a difficult thing to do. It's uh, it can be awkward. In, in you need to have the right tools. Yeah, it's not something difficult. Is and it's if you have a general understanding on how these machines work. And you can afford a mistake. That's the important part. Yeah. It's easy enough. What kind of mistakes are we talking about here? If you strip a, if you strip a pipe, uh, a pipe thread, for example. Oh, if God, you, if yeah, you, right. Got you. Yeah, 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 uh, totally. You over-tighten something or whatever. Over-tighten something or um, mm. cross-thread something, bend, bend anything beyond repair or maybe crack a pipe. If you bend yep. it the wrong way, look. I've got a tip. Uh, if if in your plans to uh, repair your own espresso machine, your toolkit comprises of um, hammers, probably get a professional in to do it instead. Is that, I think that's a fair that's a fair observation. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, because it, basically, hammering your way to a resolution is is probably not the road to success. Probably not. Trust not. me, I've tried it. <laughs> so I haven't met anything that doesn't respond well to a hammer yet. Uh, there was that time, Max. One more story. I'm going to go when because I, I this is totally illegal now, and I'm just just sort of. But I think I'm pretty sure the um, the, the the terms years have passed. Years. I think 20 years. This is probably 20 years ago. I just Decades. started out a business. And I had worked for, uh, I'll tell you who it is. It was for Reuters. It was actually, it, was, it wasn't Reuters directly. It was a company called uh, something or other. They brought Reuters board. Anyway, 
big company, right? It's a big company. I've been doing some work for them and they owed me 20 grand. I think it was 20 grand. It was a lot of money mm. and I needed it because I just started the business and you know, I needed the money. So um, their big company that been like two months hadn't paid me. I think it was the third month. And, uh, and so I called up, um, I called up, uh, credit control and, uh, I said, uh, listen, I said, um, you, you know, you over the money, blah, blah, blah. And she was very laissez faire. And she said, look, you know, uh, we'll get around to it. I don't can't remember what she said. I can't, honestly can't remember, but it was basically, you know, go away and I'll pay you whenever we get around to it. So I said, no, listen, I said, um, do you hear the sound? And I picked up something. I remember it was a book or something. And I started banging it on the desk. She goes, yes. I said, uh, that's my bat. I recalled this, the, and I had the company name bat. So this is the company bat. And I bang, bang, bang. I said, look, let me describe this bat to you. <laughs> this is a bat with, this is meant to be funny. I was breaking the ice, right? This is got about 20 something years ago. I was new in business. I should probably 25, maybe 30, yeah, no, probably about 25 years ago. It's new in business. And I didn't know any better. <laughs> And I started describing, I said, this has got some notches in it where it's had a few dents and bangs and whatever else. I said, I'd hate to have to come around and, 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 and use the debt collection bat on, on you. And she was like, oh, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so, I, I will get you the check. And I realized I'd gone too far. And I said, oh, I said, no, 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 please don't, you don't understand. It was just a joke. She goes, no, no, I swear we'll get you the money. <laughs> I swear we'll get you the money. And that's started, how, and that's how Nick, Nick sends his invoices now. <laughs> and I started, the more I told her I was joking, the more she desperately pleaded with me that she, I got a check by courier the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recommend it. I don't best recommend fit. it. I'm just saying best those fit. days are gone. Can't do that anymore. Well, I mean, you don't do that anymore. I mean, when you, when you sign a contract now and you, and you agreed and, and you say, okay, yes, uh, you're going to give me this money. Yes. Yeah. And as a collateral, I want to know where your kids go to school. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> or I know where your kids go to school. I didn't need you to tell me. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you just say casually, so you just drop it in the conversation there. and say. the Italian way. I'm just complimenting your family. It's a lovely family. It's a lovely family. I, I, you know, I, Don't I forget always... to tell Jimmy to tie his shoelaces. I can see his left one's not done properly. <laughs> That's how you do it. <laughs> oh, how did we get into this? Max, listen. I don't know. You started. I, I, uh, I did again, once again. All right. So uh, next week, uh, what I'm going to do, my machine arrives on Wednesday mm-hmm. or Wednesday, as they say in uh, some foreign countries. Um, <laughs> so we will, uh, I will do an unboxing with my action cams that I don't Ooh. own. Uh, uh, we're also going to do an autopsy of the gadget. I, I've, already, I've already taken a number of pictures of the mm. cashier. In the meantime, what I will do is, um, oh, yes, what should I do with that, Max? What was, you never gave me an answer. I, I, I want my money back. <laughs> what, with the cashier? Yeah. <laughs> what do I do? do? Should I replace the boiler? What should I do? You need to see where the, why it's not coming, the water's not coming through. Well, yeah. Um, There's only a limited number of things it can be if it's not the solenoid valve. The pipes aren't clogged. Are you sure about that? No, I'm just saying. Uh-huh. I was just giving you some ideas, <laughs> some clues. Uh, I mean, the water's going in for the to, for the steam, so because the steam water's coming out. Yeah, exactly. And I'm thinking it's probably is there a different pipe? The, yes, the, ah. in the heat exchanger, heat exchanger. 
pipe that, yeah. goes, that goes into the brew head. That's where normally limescale tends to tend to build uh, up. Okay. So maybe I can pull the pipes apart. You can try. I wouldn't because it's a very soft copper pipe. Oh, the soft copper pipe. Okay. Well, I've, I've run... Um, Open the boiler and see what's in it. Open the boiler and see what's in it. Okay, I'll do that. What could go wrong? Nothing. Well, thank God I haven't actually got around to selling any of the other three coffee machines I've got. So... Um, <laughs> I promised I was going to do. I now realize this, I'll have five coffee machines when this thing arrives on Wednesday. So we started with, uh, with Max that was the one that was collecting coffee machines. Yeah. Now I have one coffee machine and um, yeah, one the coffee machine looks really nice. I didn't see it today because I wasn't there, but you know, I imagine if I was <laughs> there and I did look at it, I would have thought to myself, that looks really nice. Yeah, there is actually on, uh, on Facebook Marketplace, there is a Paros for 65 pounds. Oh, yes. Total bargain. I might. Oh, no. You're All right. All right. Uh, is it in good condition? It looks good. It's probably, I mean, inside probably needs, needs um, a service, but it's, it, it looks good. Yeah. What do they and normally go for? What are they worth, those Paris's? 120. Okay. Mm. I didn't say that. No, um, no, uh, mm. okay, all right. Um, I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. Uh, and uh, yeah, so what I'll do, I'll do an unboxing. Obviously, you know what the machine is. I'm going to send you pictures and everything. It's all very exciting. I'll send you pictures. I'll be like a giggly little, you know, <laughs> like a giggly little teenager running around <laughs> opening the boxes and whatever. And then next week, uh we'll do a little video we'll do a little bit i'll put a little video together we'll do the video thing up front so we'll see what it is and then we'll discuss why i bought the thing that i said i would never buy why there is a reason it's not about the money oh no actually it's not really about the money you were given an, uh, um you were given an offer that you couldn't refuse no it was um oh, i'm gonna say i'm not gonna say there's a reason we're gonna talk about it next week okay all right, buddy. <laughs> Have a great evening. Talk to you Bye. later. You too.